incredibly exciting. It's really about as a developer, that's an amazing feeling to have. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, or good evening and good night, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the latest PS5. I'm your host today, Mr. Alex Sylvester, and with me, as always, is Mr. Sonny Sangera. How you doing, mate? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing even height, as we've mentioned before in our Patreon show. It's Justice League week. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so yes. Oh, I'll yes. Extra height. You know, in a matter of hours, uh, Zack Snyder's true version um, of Justice League. This is not paid. Uh, sponsorship or anything like that. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Zack Snyder's revision of Justice League will be released for all to see. And like, this is the first time that anything like that's ever happened. You know what I mean? Where a director's had the chance to redo a pile of shit. <laughs> there was, there was a um, Batman vs Superman extended cut, right? <laughs> ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Another DCU film. <laughs> DCU. Uh, but yeah, so we're hyped. Uh, it's episode 41, ladies and gentlemen. And what an episode do we have for you today. Um, our, uh, of the latest PS5 podcast, is brought to you by our Patreon producers, uh, Mr. George Ritzy, Adam Vatti, Martin Vatterbury, Scott McCluskey, uh, Paulio, and David Fish. Sorry for murdering your names. Um, their support allows us to continue uh, creating this podcast for you. If you want to help and support the show and receive some cool bonus content like we've just recorded, uh, then head over to our Patreon page. And that is www.patreon.com forward slash latest PS5. That's www.patreon.com forward slash latest PS5. Uh, the link is in the podcast description, uh, whether that's on Spotify or on uh, iTunes or we're everywhere at the moment. Uh, so yeah, just, just have a look down there. Bonus content includes access to our Patreon exclusives, uh, the PlayStation podcast called the latest PSX. Uh, and this week's episode is all about games that lived up to the hype and also those that didn't and there were a few misses but, uh, <laughs> it's a lot of fun ladies and gentlemen so uh, just head over to the but let's get into games let's get into games ladies and gentlemen okay so what are you playing man what, what you've been playing uh this past week i got back into dirt five so uh that game is beautiful man like i forgot how beautiful that game is but since i obviously since that time you came over and we played it they've patched it yeah. uh so the frame wow. it just rooms it just moves even smoother even in resolution like i was just like oh you know yeah. very rarely yeah. any frame rate dips or anything like that there, there's a few uh when like all 12 hit a corner at the same time you know but uh and the game's trying to do all the ray tracing and the lighting it's like oh my god there's 12 cars on the screen <laughs> but um it's yeah been playing dirt five just working my way through it didn't realize the only reason i did it is i didn't realize I was, I was close to the platinum i was like oh, okay go on then might as well go for that you know um you know what it is i don't realize every time i feel like i'm getting close to it it's like i might as well do it you know i might as well get there uh so playing yeah. dirt five um playing uh pez my club co-op online so me and my brother yeah. kind of play that and we just go online and we just murder people like it's not even funny <laughs> It's like, you know, we're like the NWA when we they hit the scene for the first time, you know, we just destroy it. It's absolutely. That's funny. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, those two have been playing this week mainly. What about yourself? 
Uh, well, I've dived into some uh, retro games uh, as fans of the show, listeners of the show, now that um, I'm new to the uh, PlayStation 5 era and I have been playing some classic games. Uh, recently, I jumped onto God of War. Yes, the 2018 version, which recently got its, uh, its 2021 lick of paint. Uh, and that game is absolutely phenomenal. It's gorgeous. It's sexy. But that's not the game I've been playing recently. I've actually jumped to The Last of Us. The original, yes, Last of Us, boom, uh, boom, boom, and that game. Oh my god, where are you up to? Oh, but I'm just at the beginning, man. <laughs> but what a journey it's been. I mean, yeah, I mean, I played it briefly before, um, you know, probably at yours, I think, all those years ago. Mm. Uh, you know, when you start off uh, playing uh, the main character's daughter, uh, and you're pretty much led into this false sense of security, you're thrown into the middle of a uh, you know, uh, emergency crisis, you know. <clears throat> Mm. And next thing you know, you're dead. It was so spoiler alert. Obviously, it's not a spoiler because most people would have played it by now. Uh, but yeah, I just love that aspect of it. That you know, generally the the first character that you play in any game, that's the one that you play from the beginning to the very end. But uh, Naughty Dog just took a left, you know, and what a left it was. So um, yeah, I'm hyped up about it. I've just uh, what have we done? I think we secured some. Oh no, I've just found Ellie. That was it. I've just found Ellie. So I'm at that stage. I mean, mm. it's literally at the very beginning. Dude, just keep uh, playing it. And the most, the only thing I can say to you without a shadow of a doubt, and anyone who's played it who's listening will agree, take your time and just search for things. Just look around. See, because yeah. you get random things like letters from yeah. survivors. And, and, and it's just like, what? And they add context to the area yeah. in a way you're about to go. And then finding those things gets you just more context because it brings a prompt for a conversation with Joel and or whatever or vice versa. But it's so good, dude. And dude, it, remember that was a PS3 game. Visually, it still holds up. <laughs> it still holds up. Okay. There are a couple of parts that look a little bit broken sometime. My character walks into somebody else and we've just meshed in virtual insanity. But like bar that it yeah the game is solid i mean obviously it's got the it the 20 when does the patch come out anyway it's got the latest patch it's the remastered version isn't it so uh it's running uh, a silky 60 um it's looking gorgeous and it, it, that's that's got nothing to do with um how great the story is i mean it, yeah it looks great but the story itself is top notch you know what i mean it's top notch and uh it's a game that I'm, I'm looking forward to playing the next level you know what i mean or just to continue playing just to find out what happens with the story the narratives the voice talent the acting the motion capture it's all on point and i'm hyping up a game that's been out for you know a while mm. i guess my head's gonna be blown when i play the last of us 2 which is dude the last of us 2 have. takes it to a whole nother level but like literally oh yeah God. Just everything you're playing in The Last of Us 1, Last of Us 2 tops yeah. it, without a doubt, you know. But yeah. just keep playing it. You're going to love it. I will, definitely, definitely. So it's been a heavy news week, so uh, we're going to go straight into it. Uh, so number one, uh, Sony has announced and provided updates for seven PlayStation uh, indie games. Uh, this was done earlier today by a PlayStation blog. Uh, copying the PSVR announcements a few weeks back, these seven games were announced in uh, 15 minutes apart. So I like the way that they're doing all this um, marketing and a bit of guerrilla mm. style. <clears throat> okay, so the first game we got is uh, Operation Tango, developed by, uh, sorry, developed and published by Clever Plays, is a as, as asymmetric uh, mm. co op puzzle game, which is uh, launched this spring. Uh, this spy venture sees an agent player infiltrating locations while a hacker player helps him to do so. Very nice. Um, Chicory, 
uh, A Colorful Tale, the next game, <clears throat> developed by Greg Labanov, is an adventure RPG about a dog using a magical paintbrush to explore and solve puzzles. Uh, the game also uh, launched this spring. Uh, the next game was uh, Nor or Nower, uh, Play With Your Food, uh, developed by Terrifying Jellyfish, <laughs> love the name. Um, and published by the same company as Untitled Goose Game. Uh, now is or nor is a game where you play with where you play with your food, <laughs> and the game's music and sound will react accordingly. Uh, using adaptive background music, those tunes and sound effects will shift depending on what um, you do uh, to the extremely nice-looking food in front of you. Uh, different foods correspond to different sounds. Uh, you can move them around, make a mess. Uh, you can even blow into the microphone. Uh, you can even sing into the microphone to get different effects. Uh, and the game will launch in uh, the summer. Uh, the next game is uh, Where the Heart Leads. Uh, developed by uh, Armature Studio and launching in July. Uh, where the Heart Leads is a narrative game focused on decision-making throughout the life of one man. Uh, and it's inspired by uh, games such as um, Free and Heavy Rain, classic games. Uh, another game uh, which was released was Puzzling Places, uh, which launches this year, and it's developed by Realities.io. Uh, Puzzling Places is a 3D jigsaw puzzle game for the PlayStation VR, where you'll assemble puzzles of actual locations uh, in a 3D uh, world, uh, and it's all based on real-life scans uh, made by people around the world. Interesting. Um, Heavenly Bodies, <laughs> another game developed by Two Point Interactive, uh, is a physics-based puzzler uh, where you have to solve problems in zero gravity uh, using the PlayStation's controller uh, to move each individual limb of your cosmonauts. And finally, there was Disco Elysium, The Final Cut, a popular PC RPG game uh, finally coming to both the PS4 and PS5, which some of these games are, aren't they? They're mm. released on both on both platforms um but uh, just to break them through i mean some of these look absolutely beautiful that operation tango game i mean i was getting um some like proper 75 <laughs> from it it was kind of like uh what is it like bond meets charlie's angels uh that's what i was getting from it what do you mm. think yeah dude they all look cool and I, I you know i agree with your sentiment that it's really cool that sony are sh- shining lights on these games you know and they're doing it in a, they're not just saying because they could have just said here's a state of play here's a state of play but then you overuse state of play sony are using different types of mediums to announce yeah. it you know and if you go onto the playstation blog each game has like a whole section you go onto youtube each game's trailer is on there you know sony are really pushing these games and they're really cool um the one that really stands out for me, we, there's two actually. Yeah. There's uh, Puzzling Places. Dude, yeah. this is not just a jigsaw puzzle. This is Google Maps in 3D. You are standing and you build. <laughs> Think of it. Yeah. It's like a jigsaw, but it's like 3D chunks and you actually build the city. And wow. it's like hyper-realistic scans as well. And you're yeah. actually building the depth and everything to these buildings and stuff. I was just looking at it and I was like... You're doing this in VR and you're using your right and left hands to move the jigsaw yeah. pieces in place. I was like, that is just so like yeah. intuitive and that's what VR is about. And I, I'm actually really hyped up to play that game. And then the other one, again, I'm a space nerd. It's Heavenly Bodies. You know, bodies. it looks crazy with the physics space with the arms and stuff, but I'm just like, yo, it's space. I'm going to play the game. <laughs> space. <laughs> I'll play. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, that Where the Heart Leads uh, was an interesting one. Yeah, it looks uh, cool. 
yeah, that looks really weird. Uh, I mean, basically, like an old man just walking around an empty town, and then next thing you know, cars and different objects are just flying around each other, like, and the trees are just falling into place, and the cars are falling on top of the tree and everything. It just looks absolutely insane. Mm. Um, and the next one, um, I can mention that that chicory looks interesting as well, the colour of a tail. And I was wondering if that's going to be using. Um, so that's going to be using the move controllers or what? You know what I mean? Because you pretty much it looks like you're painting there. Mm. You know, I was thinking, I don't know how that's actually going to work, but um, are you going to be using the move controllers or even using the uh, the touchpad on the actual dual set? I think it's a touch. I think it's a touchpad. And touchpad. Yeah, yeah, I think there's loads of different options. I think I don't think it's the move, but I think right. you can, there's loads of different options to control it with the touch panel or the pad or the motion. You know, nice. there's loads. Yeah, nice, nice. But yeah. It's good. I'm I'm glad to see indie developers getting some love. You know what I mean? And that's what you know, that's what spurred the industry in the first place. You know what I mean? Pretty much every single developer out there was once an indie. Uh, you know, and yes, they get big, they get to superstar triple A, even quadruple A status. And then we kind of forget about the you know, the up the upstarts, the grassroots, mm. uh, which are actually keeping this industry going. So I'm glad that Sony and you know the likes, you know, like Nintendo are, are actually trying to push, you know, and highlight these indies and get them out there. So yeah, man, keep it up, Sony. Uh, we like, we like. Okay, so uh, number two, uh, the MPDs. Um, okay, group Matt Piscatella. Oh, crap at these names. Piscatella. Uh, <laughs> Piscatella, yeah. Uh, has read that after four months in the market, the PlayStation 5 is now officially the fastest selling games console in US history. Uh, this achievement is even more impressive when you consider that the PlayStation 5 launched during a pandemic and has been hit by a, comp a component shortage, making stock extremely hard to come by. The uh, last official sales figures from Sony announced that 4.5 million consoles were sold by December 31st uh, in comparison to its competitors. I don't even want to see these figures, but anyway, we're going to dive into it. Uh, comparing all three consoles for f uh, the first four months on the market, the PlayStation 5 is ahead of both Nintendo Switch and the uh, Xbox Series X and, and Series S models. Uh, the PS5 is 1.9 million units ahead of the Nintendo Switch and 2.03 million ahead of the Xbox Series of consoles. That's amazing. That's really impressive. It is, man. You know, it is. It's just, it, it's helped the fact of the short, and just in spite of everything that's been happening in the world, they've managed to keep the mind share of all the fans. And it is now, it's, it's the most desired console right mm. now, isn't it? Dude, it's, it's new. When you compare it to the um, Xbox, right? It's amazing yeah. what can happen when your console comes with next gen games. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> and people talk about it like yeah, Xbox right. still doesn't have a first party exclusive to it, you what? know. And then you got Miles and Demons and Sackboy and Astrobot. You got all these games yeah. on the PlayStation side, and you know you don't that just support your shit with content, and it will work, yeah. right? And it's going to be good content, obviously. So, but yeah, I mean, it's amazing numbers. Like I think. Yeah. It, it would be even higher if they had the machines, but they don't have the machines. So it'll be really interesting to see what the sales number is when we hit the end of March and they announce what the Ooh. sales up to March 31st. Because that's, yeah, yeah. that's the next time they're going to announce the actual lifetime sales numbers, aren't they? So, oh, my gosh. Yeah, so stay tuned for that, listeners. And uh, also, the PlayStation 5 is the only console right there, really. Well, next-gen console with the haptic feedback. You know, and the uh, resistive triggers, you know what I mean? I mean, these little gimmicks, these little features, uh, which just trumps the Xbox. The Xbox just seems like they're just doing the same thing again with, with a box. Mm. <laughs> you know, literally, it's a box, you know, but uh, and Sony uh, decided to go down the innovative route. And it's 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 putting even people who 
weren't uh, previously PlayStation owners. You know what I mean? And that's what you want. You know, you want to forever expand your audience. And uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, they're ticking all the right boxes right now. So um, that's another tick for them, man. I'm, I'm loving what they're doing. And like, it's it's slowly coming back into shelves, uh, stores as well. So uh, we'll dive into that a bit later as well, won't we? Um, but yes, uh, even that, <laughs> we're diving into it right now. Number three, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thanks to a recent replenishment of PS5 uh, console stock, uh, Miles Morales has climbed to the top spot of the UK box video game chart for the first time. Uh, the game surged 172%. Uh, the PlayStation 5 version currently accounts for 62% of all copies sold since its launch in November. Other PS5 titles that benefited from the PS5 resupply were Demon Souls, which got a 76% um, top-up, uh, Sackboy, which had a 40%, and uh, Godfall, which also had a 21% increase. Where the fuck did Godfall come from? That's what I want to know. <laughs> it, came, it fell from the heavens. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad to see that we're actually getting some stock in. You know, the world needs to get their hands onto this. I'm sure um, Sony is sweating buckets now trying to make sure that they can get enough consoles into the hands of fans uh, for their big uh, AAA releases. You know what I mean? It's 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 time. You know, this is this is make or break for them. So... Yes, it's all great on our side, but for them, they're thinking, bloody hell, you start <laughs> making semiconductors or something. So, any thoughts? Miles Morales? Dude, it's, I'm, I'm just happy Miles keeps selling. Time. The first time. I'm surprised it's the first yeah, time. Yeah, because you got to remember when it came out, it was everything was in lockdown, so it could only be sold digitally, couldn't it? Um, so it was never going to hit the top spot at that point, and plus COD and everything was out there, but... It's always been around like second and third when there's been a resupply. You know, it's always uh, either Switch or FIFA or Call of Duty that's got yeah. the game at number one. So the fact that this right. game came out in November and it finally topped the boxed charts, you know, is right. yeah. really, really impressive. But yeah, I'm happy because Miles is such a great game and um, it deserves like the sales numbers that it's getting, which is great. So really, really good to see. Does it also mean that people are getting bored of COD? <laughs> never, <laughs> never, mate. They just play Warzone. It's crazy. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It keeps it going. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, on to number four. Uh, Jade Raymond has announced uh, Haven Entertainment Studios, a new independent developer that will be that will build a fresh IP for PlayStation. Uh, Raymond previously served as a boss for um, EA's Motive Studio, uh, following a long stint at Ubisoft. Her most recent post was the head of Stadia Games and uh, Entertainment until Google announced it was shutting down its internal development studios at the start of February, only 14 months after Stadia's high-profile launch. Uh, along with the announcement, Jade Raymond released a statement on the PlayStation blog. Should I do it in her voice? It has been a strange... No, I was just playing. Uh, it's been a strange and difficult past 12 months. Uh, the pandemic, social injustice, and job elimination have impacted many of my closest friends, family, and co-workers. All of these factors paired with the inability to see friends and families face-to-face lured me into a kind of self-reflective cocoon where I had to ask myself some tough questions about what really matters. And today, I'm announcing Haven. Uh, an independent studio where many of the talented game developers I have worked with for years and love dearly are coming together to do what we are most passionate about. It's time for us to refocus on games in a place where we can practice our craft without any barriers or impediments. Um, we want to create worlds where players can escape, have fun, express themselves and find community. We want to pour our passion into a project we want 
to make something wondrous for people to experience because we believe in the power of games to bring joy to the people's lives. Um, and Sony does too. Their commitment to excellence is a match. It's why I can't be happier uh, for backing and, and uh, for their backing and support. Together, we want to create games that are a heaven for or haven for players, and we want to build a studio that is a haven for developers. So, while we don't have many details to announce today, I want the PlayStation community to know that Haven Studios is already hard at work on an unannounced IP. We can't wait to show you more. Wow. <laughs> That's definitely going to get some hype up, you know, and she's had a decent track history as well. Nah, bro, I'm disappointed. I'm not bothered. Like, the woman hasn't, look, listen, it might be great. It might be amazing, you know, yeah. all power to her, but she was, she, she left UB. Yeah. She, she went to EA, created Motive, no okay. game. Went to Stadia, really? no game. You know what I mean? You haven't released a game in a decade. Like, really? you know, I don't know what's going on there. Hence all the self-reflection <laughs> and all that stuff. But yeah. at the end of the day, your track record over the last decade is appalling. So I'm not uh, got my hopes up for this one. So no hype for Jade at the moment. But uh, hopefully she did. But maybe the reason why she wasn't able to create anything or that she really wanted to uh, is because uh, of the studios that she was at. You know, Ubisoft, you know, has been known to hold reins in terms of development. Uh, EA, we all know what EA is like, very controlling in Stadia. Uh, well, that's fucked <laughs> out the gate. Um, so, yeah, maybe, you know, maybe she can actually just create something good. I mean, this is going to have to be her. Um, there's there's no escape for her now. I mean, she's she's at Sony, you know what I mean? She's going to be working on the PlayStation. If she can't develop something here, then the fans are going to be after her, right? <laughs> They're literally going to get their digital pitchforks and uh, torches and uh, find her on Fortnite. Uh, but, yeah, I'm interested to see what they're going to pull up with. You know what I mean? We just... Mm. It's, what else can we say, right? Uh, but anyway, uh, moving on to number five. Uh, following on from the announcement of the future game show, Square Enix has announced a Nintendo Direct-style digital showcase. You see, everyone's copying Nintendo! <laughs> it's just crazy. Uh, they're going to call it Square Enix Presents, uh, which is set to reveal new games like uh, a new Life is Strange and give updates on existing ones like Marvel's Avengers and the up. Uh, upcoming uh, upcoming Outriders. The showcase is scheduled for the 18th of March. Mm. Huh. This is just a way forward, right? You know, um, somebody was asking the other day, did Nintendo kill uh, E3? You know, because when they made their move, you know, I mean, they were the first of the big trio uh, to leave. Uh, I think it was in 2013, and then they opted for the Nintendo uh, Direct, you know, which everybody's hyping up now whenever you see a direct there it's, it's trending it's everywhere everybody's you know everybody can't wait and you know one by one sony then did us xbox have done theirs. so it's been good something crap but everybody is now focusing on the new digital medium to get their message out and not real not relying on uh you know shows like e3 mm. uh, to showcase you know showcase their new properties so um it's you know it's, it's almost now it's, it's at the stage where it's to be expected Hmm. You know, um, it's it's you, you can't. It's, if you're if you're a game developer, you've got to catch your own show. It doesn't matter what you call it. Just 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 utilize YouTube, utilize Twitter. You know, mm-hmm. um, got state of play now, which is you know, which is now, you know, it's like a household name almost. You've got the Nintendo Direct, so it's good to hear that Square Enix is coming out with all these, um, you know, direct digital showcases. But yeah, come on, um, it's not about what how you're going to deliver us the information. It's about the actual quality of the games, right? And uh, what yeah. I heard, Marvel's Adventures uh, wasn't the best. <laughs> and 
how can you mess up a franchise like Avengers? You know, I mean, especially when they decided to put Spider-Man only on the uh, on the PlayStation version, you know, but it's least cross It's like, come on, you know. Have you like, noticed all that? that? Have you noticed all that since Avengers came out, and they got like the the negative sort of reaction to it? Sony haven't mentioned it once. <laughs> But I mean, I'm interested yeah. about the show because obviously uh, Life is Strange, I played the original, it was good. Any good? But yeah. uh, they've obviously also announced um, Tomb Raider, the 25th anniversary. So I think what they're doing is they're re-releasing all the trilogy, you know, the the, the new trilogy as a, um, a singular box set. I think it would be pretty cool if it was like remastered or something. Um yeah. And then they listed as a uh, new Square Enix Montreal games, and just left it at that. So it'll be inter- So obviously we're going to see something new. So it'll be interesting to see what that is. Yes, sweet, sweet, sweet. So yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, keep your ears and eyes open, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, okay, for number six, uh, and this is breaking news or something. We need to get like a sound effect for that. Uh, hopefully we will soon enough. Uh, number six today, ladies and gentlemen, Sony has announced more titles to join the Play at Home initiative. Uh, currently, Ratchet and Clank is absolutely free for every PS4 and PS5 owner. Uh, March 25, we'll see uh, Absu enter the Gungeon, Res Infinite, uh, Subnautica, The Witness, Astrobot Rescue Mission for the PSVR, Moss for the PSVR, Thumper and Paper Beast. Uh, the game should be available until April 22nd, 2021. Uh, from April 19th, all PS4 owners and PS5 owners will have access to the complete edition of Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, the game will be available until May 14th. I can't wait till then. <laughs> That's amazing. It's such an amazing yeah. list. Like It I broke guess. before we recorded and people just like the, the media went absolutely crazy for the list you yeah. know like if you got psvr you get astrobot on moss thumper paper yes. beast all these games you know it's yeah, unbelievable i haven't played thumper and paper beast but come on astrobot rescue i mean obviously i played it a little bit and i love the game uh, but horizon zero dawn yes mm. <laughs> you know what i mean that is that's brilliant uh gosh man so yes uh Subnautica. was that any good Subnautica? um good good reviews i haven't played it myself just, yeah, uh, Res Infinite, Gungeon, uh, Moss, Moss, uh, Moss, yeah, Moss, yeah, yeah, Moss is a favorite. Moss is a that's unique, you know, really unique. But um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to playing these games. At least get my hands on it, <clears throat> see what it's all about. Okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, <clears throat> we've got to the end of our news about today, uh, but we do. Uh, we are going to go on to our PSN sale update. <clears throat> As we know, that Sony is going really hard on their sales initiative. So no matter if you've got a PlayStation 4 or a PlayStation 5, there's always something for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and launch today is the Mega March promotion, uh, where you can save up to 70%. 70%? That's brilliant. <laughs> that's, that's great. You know, I mean, what could, what could Xbox say to that, really? You know what I mean? But what are they doing on their side? Somebody tell us uh, in the comments below. Uh, some of the highlights uh, from the PSN sale are uh, as follows. Uh, Crash 4, uh, which has 35% off, and that's Crash. Uh, it's about time. You know, the latest one edition. Uh, Borderlands 3 has got seven, uh, 67% off. Um, WRC 9 um, has got 65% off. Uncharted Lost Legacy at 35% off. Uh, Great steal. Um, other games include D for Speed Hot Pursuit 2, Remastered, Elite 
Dangerous, Lego Star Wars, Avengers, and so much more. Um, so the sequels and prequels promotion is still active. Uh, games under £15 has been replaced with games under 20 so you better get onto it now before it becomes £30 and goes back <laughs> to regular price. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is a brilliant game, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. I'm playing it now. It's fantastic. Um, uh, it's the deal of the week where you save 64%. That's a steal. Like, right after this show, ladies and gentlemen, go grab it. Just go <laughs> grab it. Whatever platform you have, go get it. Uh, and finally, if you don't have it yet, Ratchet and Clank is free for every PlayStation owner via um, the Play at Home initiative. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, again, as soon as you finish listening to this, go and grab that game as well. Uh, that's just phenomenal. But um, yeah, I'm 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 loving what they're doing. I'm I'm loving that they're just keeping uh, engagement uh, from sales, uh, keeping the mindshare, uh, and every day, you know, with Xbox just kind of figuring out what they're trying to do. I mean, I know it's not an Xbox versus PlayStation thing, but it kind of is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, it's at least it's keeping them ahead. You know what I mean? It's making sure that they can hit their targets, um, and make sure that they're taking the majority of the market share, which is going to be an interesting one because we've never been faced with a pandemic or a semiconductor shortage like this. Um, and it's never been a case where people are, you know, I don't think there's ever been such a prolonged hype for a system like mm. this. I mean, the PlayStation 4 didn't have such shortages. I don't think <clears throat> most consoles have. Um, but especially so early in the console's life cycle, I mean, this was literally launched, when was it, November? Um, the end of November. So, yeah, this, this is insane. This is really insane. But, yeah, this is it's really good that they're actually keeping the sales up there. Mm-hmm. Um, any thoughts? Any thoughts which game are you going to be playing out of those? Uh, the good ones I've played, <laughs> you know, but... Oh, okay. um, Again, if you haven't played it, Uncharted Lost Legacy, it's a great, great, great game. Uh, yeah. It's about nine hours long. It's a great Indiana Jones, amazing visuals, amazing combat, really, really good. Uh, Need for Speed, Hot Pursuit 2 Remastered. Uh, I got the Platinum on that when the PS4 first came out, so I'm not doing that again because it was solid. Um, <laughs> but, you know, Lego Star Wars and Lego Avengers, great fun um for people as well so there's there's great diverse lineup of games there for people to pick from yeah yeah um i think i'll be uh grabbing crash and i will be diving into <sighs> i might just for fun lego star wars let's just check that out isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well so i would wait that's... so yeah, that's yeah, lego so... star wars force awakens but oh, later okay. this year um on a brand new lego engine as well they're releasing yeah. the whole uh, three episodes, like the whole like Star Wars, Force oh, Awakens, fog. everything, all all of them as as like a singular package. So just uh, the Skywalker saga, that's what it's called. Okay, cool. Or the Skywalker yeah. collection, something like that. Yeah. Well, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, yeah, I'll be keeping an eye out for that definitely. All right, then. Um, we're going to move on to our letters uh, every week, ladies and gentlemen. You can let us know what your thoughts are, any random requests, any any random questions nothing's too stupid or ridiculous it'll probably get on the show anyway in some way shape or form if we don't answer it otherwise uh today uh we have a letter from rachel and yeah if you want to get in touch it's um at latest ps5 on twitter you can dm us and if you want to send us an email it's uh the latest ps5 at gmail.com um anyway so we have a letter from rachel from the uk she asks uh, you guys have spoken about your love of tekken where is tekken 8 thanks for the show keep it up well thanks for the love rachel and uh oh, that is a question that we all want to know the answer for and the one person who does know is here right now dude <laughs> instead of making tekken 8 
Harada, yeah. who's the guy who obviously makes Tekken, is opening secret bars in Japan. I don't know if you heard, man. So um, what? he's opened up. So he's opened a bar in Tokyo, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he's celebrating it by holding a series of talk show videos featuring guests from the games industry. Oh. The location of the bar is secret, uh, but he said yeah. he'll eventually give it out to the public what it is. But the first episode, guess who he had on the show? Ooh. PlayStation founder Ken Kutaragi. And really? they chat about the old times. And the funny thing is, the first drink he pours in, he fucks up a pint. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's really, really cool, like, you know, to to have that. Like half a pint of head. It's really cool. But yeah, you know, I want Tekken 8 badly as well. Surely the game is being made. But at the same thing, Tekken 7 is like a service. People spend money yeah. on the DLC and stuff, so they're making... Tekken 7 is rolling in cash. So, yeah. you know, hopefully... I have a feeling it won't even be called Tekken 8. I think they'll just call it Tekken and it will become a service. Tekken. Yeah, they'll go down that route. Which wouldn't be too bad, you know, which is not going to be too bad. But um, I think we should hear something this year. You know, it'd be it'd be good because like the, the, on the fighting front, I mean, come on, one of the big games, we've got Tekken, we've got Street Fighter, um, we've got Mortal Kombat. I mean, they've kind of... I mean, obviously they've they've gone crazy, you know. They've released Ultimate mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat Aftermath, you know. I mean, put any subtitle afterwards, but um, they need from uh, you know, Japanese skills, Nanto Bandai. They need to come out with something. So uh, I would put my money that we're going to hear something this year. Wow, you know about you know that's that's what we're saying. That's that's officially from the latest PS5 team. <laughs> that's what mm-hmm. we're saying. Uh, so fingers crossed, fingers crossed, Rachel. Well, thanks for your. Thanks for your letter. Um, we have another one from uh, Salvatore, uh, or Salvatore in from Milan. Wow, all the way from Milan. Yeah, what's up? Uh, is it hola? Uh, um, they no, ask, mate, that's me- <laughs> hola Spanish, bro. <laughs> is it, I don't know. I don't know. Like, is it ciao, ciao, Milan, of course. Yeah, um, okay, yeah. So Salvatore asks, um, what is your best PlayStation 5 experience so far? <laughs> That is a bomb of a question. I, we all, you might as well say it. We know what yours is. Yeah. Well, I've I've had loads, but like um, my best. If I was to pick one thing, um, it would be the DualSense uh, controller. That would be that would be the the one thing that has broken um, my mind. <laughs> you know what I mean? In terms of uh, how like a high quality system could actually push something so innovative and do it so well. Um, you know, the haptic feedbacks alone in the dual sense, as fans listening to the show may have heard already, uh, is like next to second to none. Mm. Um, well, probably second to Nintendo, but uh, it's the same show, sure, man. It is, it is, man. It's like the same company that did it, and I can't remember the name. Um, but they have obviously they've had um, a few years, about four years of um, well, um, time, you know, there's been time to advance the system, uh, and the um. Uh, and the only workings of it and what they did for the PlayStation 5 is just crazy I mean it, it just craps all over whatever Nintendo had uh, and it just it's to the point where you can actually feel grains of sand you can feel the texture of mud it's okay I thought you said that it's not as good as Nintendo's like oh, no, I was no, like no, no that's why I went shut up man <laughs> I can't, 
calm down, mate. Calm down. <laughs> so, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, it is. It is. I mean, it's the same company that makes it, but obviously they've had the years to advance the system, and obviously they've got a beast of a system to push it out. The Nintendo's only a portable, you know, hybrid console, so it can do what it can do. But the PlayStation's five, PlayStation Five is a deluxe home console. You know what I mean? It, you mm. know, it's an altered beast, you know, of a system. Um, and yeah, they've just gone to town with it, and obviously it's um, showcased beautifully on games like Astrobot, uh, on COD. Um, yeah, Astrobot, you can feel the the wind, you can feel uh, when it's raining. You know, it's a really unique experience. On games like COD, you can play with the different triggers, uh, depending on the different guns. So um, my uh, best experience so far uh, right now and I think that's going to be for the whole entire generation will just be that pad I mean the games are the games you know what I mean it's like irrespective of the pad the games are still going to be phenomenal you know because they're they're really well put together but that pad is um, genius level innovation for me anyway so <laughs> that's what I would say uh, what about you mate uh, well ciao Salvatore um and you must be an Inter Milan fan, you know. Fuck AC because we're playing them tomorrow in the Europa League, and we're gonna knock them out. And Adam, if you're listening, fuck AC Milan. Um, but uh, I've got loads, dude. Like non-gaming yeah. and gaming. So like just the launch day, like going with my son to get. He's coming with me the first time to buy our first PlayStation together. You know that was a big thing, and driving back in excitement, and then you coming over, you know, and yeah. your younger brother. And yeah. we're just playing it all day, you know, and that experience and listen, getting hit by 3D audio for the first time. I was just like, oh, oh, my yeah. God, you know, and pushing R2 on that pad for the first time was like, oh, snap. <laughs> but bursting, yeah, you're the triggers. You know, Brilliant. from a games standpoint, uh, you know, the number one experience without a doubt is Astro's Playroom. The nostalgia in that game, but the controller, everything. There's, there's not, you can't, I can't actually fault anything in that game there's nothing in that game that's done badly or average it's everything is perfect it's the perfect video game right you know um and like you said it a few weeks ago it's the base it's a platformer and it's just perfect well i take it back when you fuck up in the speedrun trials it's the shittest game on the planet but you know i will let me just let me just add yeah there is one thing that i wished yeah that astro's playroom would actually do and this is just for play, uh, platform gamers out there who would know what i'm talking about when you're jumping from one platform to another if you slip you want the ability to hang on to like the ledge and astro doesn't do that that's the only thing that i wish nah, I mean, that's that old school <laughs> style isn't it it's old old school <laughs> old school definitely has to hold you in shape but uh yeah you know astro playroom uh miles morales like the like loading what an experience no loading at all like yeah, 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 i couldn't yeah. believe it i was just like I showed you a video where I loaded the game and I was on the lamppost in like two seconds and the world was already loaded. And I was just like, oh, but just that game, that was a great experience. Seeing the visuals of games like Demon's Souls as well. Like I was just like, wow, the graphics are crazy, you know. But at the same time, just playing PES with the DualSense controller, it's absolutely stunning. Absolutely amazing. Um, And this is a big one, but one that people wouldn't actually remember. Just the quiet... Oh yes, you know what I mean. Just normal jet engine in my room. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's a weird world that we're in right now. I mean, the system itself is so powerful. If you put that on any other system, even be it PC uh, or obviously the Xbox is fairly quiet anyway. But 
it's like any other system which is pushing out these types of visuals would sound like it's a jet engine ready to go straight to Elon Musk's, Elon Musk's um, Mars. You know what I mean? But this one is just ninjally like silent. It's just it's insane. It's just that it's it's just managing to generate all this energy, all these graphics perform so well and flawlessly. I mean, it's mm. in sixty with no issues on the majority of games, if not more. Uh, and it's just it's quiet. It's it's nuts. <laughs> it's really nuts. Um, so yeah, man, it's it's a beautiful system. And the pad. Oh, did I just did I mention about the pad? <laughs> <laughs> but um, but thank you, uh, Salvatore Salvatore from Milan. Um, that's a great question. Um, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, like I mentioned before, and uh, the latest PS5, uh, no, at the latest PS5 on Twitter, or if you want to send an email, um, the old school way, um, the latest PS5 at gmail.com. Uh, or you can leave a comment, just leave a comment, show us some love, uh, show a love, show a like, anything. And even if you dislike it, show a dislike, but just, just show us some love either way. Uh, we appreciate it. So, um, yeah, without further ado, thank you for uh, listening, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll be uh, catching you in our next episode, which will be this time next week. Thank oh, you. But I do, you have the fight, I do have the last word, but the last word is you ain't going nowhere, son. You got a 10-second game. You got a 10-second game to answer. So, <laughs> listeners, as you know, uh, every week we end the show with a 10-second game where you, the listeners, um, either if you want to ask me questions, you email Alex, or if you want to ask Alex questions, you um, tweet or DM um, us or me on Twitter to see. So we can't see the questions, and we have 10 seconds to answer. And the reason for 10 seconds, you don't have time to check Google uh, and things like that. <laughs> So, Alex, your topic this week is a Nintendo 64. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, this is a PlayStation show. So, uh, what are you doing, mate? <laughs> right. You ready for the first question? Yeah, go on, then. go on. Then. Listen carefully to the first question. What year did the yeah. Nintendo 64 launch in Europe? In Europe, 1996-7. Yeah, pick one. I want to say six. Eh, 97. <laughs> I'll give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you because you're going to... So it launched in Japan and North America in 1996 and then it yeah. launched in Europe in 1997. Well, I was, yeah, I'll give was, you that. Yeah. I'll give you that. So that's a point. That's a point. You got one. Okay, this is going to be an interesting one. Um, what was the project name for the Nintendo 64? Oh, was this? It wasn't Dolphin. It was the Ultra? Ultra? Ultra 64? Uh, no, what? no, what it? no. It was Project Reality. Project, oh yeah, Project Reality. Oh, crap name. Back in the day. When it <laughs> so really it was cool. Project Reality, and yeah. it was going to actually be called the Ultra 64. The Ultra 64, But yeah. then they changed it, um... Dude, you think that's bad? In Korea, it was going to be called a Hyundai Comboy 64. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Could you imagine trying to order that? I'll let that go. I guess, I guess. Hyundai Comboy, please. Hyundai Comboy. <laughs> what are you trying to say, man? Think about that, listeners. Hyundai yeah, Comboy 64. Comboy. Not what you're thinking. Comboy 64. <laughs> that was what it was going to be called in Korea. But yeah, uh, Project Reality was its code name. Project reality, okay, fair enough. And here's okay, another one for you, it. and this is going to be interesting. In China, okay. it wasn't even called the Nintendo 64. What was it called? 
in China. What? I don't know. Um, it was called the... Uh, no, it was called... Oh, shit. What is it called? Five, four... Connect to something. Three, two... Close the IQ no, player. Yeah, something like that. You can use something like that. <laughs> the IQ that, player. That's it. Yeah. So, what the hell? <laughs> I know, I know. So it was I. It's in the letter I and then Q-U-E. So I-Q and then player. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a crap name. Come on, Nintendo. <laughs> well, I don't even think Nintendo get to pick, right? I think at that point, it's probably Tencent or the Chinese authorities that pick. Tencent, yeah, because obviously, it came out at a time when video games were banned in China. Yeah. So they had to find a way around it, you know, um, which was really interesting. Okay. Yeah. How many games... I'm going to give you A, B, or C options on this, right? How many games were released for lifetime for the Nintendo 64? Was it A, 312, B, 393, or C, 611? Uh, I'm going to go with the middle one, whatever it is. I don't know. But, um, the survey says, ding, 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 ding. Correct. I don't think 393 yeah. games were released <laughs> for the Nintendo 64. <laughs> yeah, if you get after the free, go for the middle one. To give you in comparisons uh, on how poor that is, so the Nintendo 64 yeah. had 393 games. The Sega Saturn um, received... 600 games. Sega Saturn. This is Saturn. Saturn had 600 games the, for it. The and failing the, Saturn, which and, failed on launch. Yeah, and, and the, more games than the N64. And, the, play, and the PlayStation 1 had 1,100. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, at that point, they were just throwing games. They were making games at everything. At you know anything. what it was, though? It was, it was the, <laughs> the game the, called the, Dot 3D. Dot 3D, oh yeah. The, <laughs> well, I mean, it was the move to audio CDs as the, as the yeah. main component for games. That just killed the cartridge completely for the N64. It was much, so much cheaper to produce um, CDs. You know, they were like pence compared to pounds. Uh, and yeah, that was yeah Nintendo's biggest mistake. They must have had like a massive contract with whoever makes their cartridges. Or, you know, they had a whole load of plastic that they had to get rid of. Mm. Um, but yeah, it happened, you know. Well, anyway, not two... bad. I got that right. Cool, cool, nice. <laughs> two out of four, bro. Almost three out of four. You ran out of time on the China one. That's okay. You know? So good, so good. Yeah, man, but, um... Listeners, you know, again, uh, you can obviously email Alex at thelatestps5 at gmail.com if you want to ask me questions. And if you want to ask Alex questions, just tweet or DM at latestps5 on Twitter. That way, neither of us can see the questions that you want to ask because I don't have access to the email. Alex doesn't have access to uh, the Twitter. And also, um, if you're not already, as we mentioned at the top of the show, patreon.com forward slash latest ps5 the link is in the description help support the show uh, you get access to great content we have we're coming up alex to our one year birthday our one year anniversary oh, of the latest ps5 podcast yeah. that's crazy you know yeah, one year you know there's twenty three thousand followers on twitter you know it's massive and we you know we love talking playstation you know many people who listen to the latest psx which is our exclusive patreon show say it's so much more fun 
Um, they relate to it a lot more. It brings a lot of memories to them um, and nostalgia when they think PlayStation. Head over to patreon.com forward slash PS 5 Have a look. Uh, any contribution you make and, you know, help support the show, keep the show running. And at the same time, you're getting extra content and early access um, and a hell of a lot more coming for our one-year anniversary. So please just head over, have a look and see what you think. Pass it over yeah, you to know- you. Well, cheers. Uh, yeah, and you know, birthdays are always great. So uh, make sure you stay tuned. Make sure you like, subscribe, make some comments. Uh, and definitely share it out. Share it out. If you know any friends, family, loved ones, you know, just, just show them a bit of love and uh, let them know about the latest PS5. And we'd love to put a smile on their faces any way that we can. But uh, from both of us uh, this week, you've been listening to the latest PS5. Uh, I'm going to throw it over to my co-host for the final word. Make it nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Captain, my Captain, why is my co-host shit at Tekken? Ah! <laughs> you got so much jokes like that. <laughs> Hi, fake news. Fake news. <laughs> <laughs>